Hello, everybody. It's Jacob, Eric, and Jake coming to you guys again from UBC's Point Grey campus, broadcasting from the unceded ancestral grounds of the Musqueam people. You're listening to CITR 101.9 with this week's airing of The Thunderbird Eye, always keeping you up to date on the latest UBC sports news, standings, and stories. Yeah, so another big week for Thunderbird sports. We saw four championships this week. Um, we'll get into those later. Um, and some big performances in the regular season as well. So we're going to start off with hockey. Um, UBC starting goalie and one-time Vancouver Canuck Matt Hewitt earned his first shutout of the season on Friday with a 5-0 rout of University of Lethbridge. Jarrett Smith nodded four assists, while Matt Revel and Tyler Sandu each had a pair of goals. There were a little bit of uh, defensive issues for the Thunderbirds. They let 39 shots through to Hewitt, but he was able to save all of them, obviously, um, while only managing 26 themselves. Um, but definitely a huge uh, shutout win, thanks to uh, Matt Hewitt, um, and a really big performance overall from in, th- in that Friday night game. But on Saturday, it was a little bit different. Um, again, defensive issues for UBC men's hockey, 57 shots on goal against uh, Matt Hewitt, which, I mean, in, in a competitive hockey game, you shouldn't be letting 57 shots through. Um, and he let in four of them, which is still good for a 930 save percentage, still excellent, um, but definitely a problem with the defense early on in the season um, but of course uh, they were bailed out by that high octane offense that um, a lot of UBC sports teams have been known for lately um, scoring six goals themselves um, sort of a Toronto Maple Leafs problem honestly in the way that they're having amazing offense and a complete lack of defense um, Nick won SEC with three assists on the night um, and uh, two wins on the weekend for UBC hockey yeah and it was a bit of a rough one uh, that night, too, with 20 seconds to go, we saw UBC Car- UBC's Carter Popoff taking a late hit uh, to the head, and this was from Lethbridge's Dalton Sward. It was right in front of the benches, and obviously the UBC players took exception to this, and a line brawl ensued. Yeah, definitely an intense uh, end of the game. Uh, Lethbridge's Dallas Valentine actually sent uh, UBC's Raymond Gruel uh, into the Pronghorns bench at the end there. Um not something you ever like to see in the game. Uh, and, I mean, a lot of penalties handed out here. Um, 12 penalties in that aftermath of the dirty hit by Sward. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Dalton Sward get suspended for that one. It was a late hit. It was a hit from behind. It was a hit to the head. None of those three things are things you want to see in the game. Um, and, you know, as a result, 130 penalty minutes in this game, which is pretty high. But um, Thunderbirds won, and they won on Friday as well. They're 5-3-0 and in the conference. They will travel to the University of Saskatoon this weekend. And looking at the women's side, uh, hosted by Lethbridge on the weekend, it had a very different experience to the men who traveled to the Southern Alberta School, uh, seemingly having the opposite issue to the men's team in that they're enormously outshooting their opponents, but those shots weren't finding the back of the net. Yeah, shots were 41-16 to 16 for UBC, um, but the final score was only 2-1, to one, um, with Logan Boyd getting both goals for, for UBC. Um uh, from Graham Thomas, uh, UBC women's hockey coach, says that um, the game probably would have been over in the first if not for the excellent performance of Pronghorn's goalie, Alicia Anderson. Um, obviously due to that really high shooting uh, output in the in the first game. They sit first in the conference with a 6-2-0 record um, because they did win both of their games on the weekend as well. Taking a look over at rowing we saw a great performance at the canadian university rowing championships which was held at burnaby lake on november 4th and 5th um, where both ubc men's and women's teams competed
competed for individual events and team uh, points trophies. For the third time in four years, the Thunderbirds men's rowing team won the Canadian University Rowing Championship, guided by the CURC men's coach of the year, Mike Pierce. UBC earned a six-point triumph uh, over their arch rivals, Victoria, and the team repeated as national champions as it also claimed the CURC's men's title back in 2014. Yeah, congratulations to UBC men's rowing for another national championship. Uh, sadly, the UBC women's could not um, emulate that performance. They finished third, but still a good performance overall from UBC rowing this year. Right, and we'd seen so much promise out of the uh, women's team in past years, a bit falling a bit short here this year, but overall still a uh, great effort. Volleyball at UBC, uh, the men's team has begun 4-0 so far as the team swept the Dinos last weekend. The Thunderbirds so far have carried the confidence from their last year's 19-9 record into the 2017-2018 year. They're led by the likes of veteran players such as Irvin Brar, Byron Katarakis, Matt Guidi, and as well they have added the nice addition of left side Colton Liu. On Friday night, the men's volleyball team won a five-set thriller. The Birds took a 2-0 lead with back-to-back 25-21 set wins. And the Dinos climbed their way back in with two clean frames to fourth and fifth set. The last set was tied at 11 when the clutch serves from first-year Colton Liu and timely kills from Irvin Brar gave the Birds a 15-13 set win and allowed them to win the overall game. Katarakis, Liu, and Brar have proved to be a pivotal big three so far early in the season. And if, if what we've seen so far out of the Birds is anything reminiscent of last year, it seems that they've only added firepower. Uh, we saw 57 kills on Friday night Friday night from the men's team and 57 assists, really outdoing their uh, opponents from Victoria. In Saturday night's affair, three different players hit double digits while Byron Katarakis had six service aces to power the Thunderbirds uh, to a four-set win over the number nine Calgary Dinos at War Memorial on Saturday night. The Thunderbirds are, no, are now 4-0 after this weekend, and after splitting the first two sets in that Saturday night match, the Birds took control with the 25-14 third set win and proceeded to put the Dinos away with the 25-19 fourth set. Uh, Katarakis had the six service aces, as I mentioned, which set a new career high for the fourth-year setter. He also had 43 assists after putting up 49 the night before. Irvin, Swerve, and Brar led the Birds to 15 kills, uh, as well as adding five digs on the night. Uh, they have a quick turnaround as they open the series tonight against the Thompson Rivers Wolfpack, and they also play tomorrow night as well. On the women's side, the Thunderbirds handed the Calgary Dinos the first loss of the Young Canada West season in a four-set home opening win at War Memorial Gym. After splitting the first two sets, the Birds earned a thrilling third after coming back from a Calgary double set point to take it 26-24. to That comeback was a key turning point in the match as the Birds earned a 25-20 to fourth set to, to win. The T-Birds on Saturday night managed to sweep the Dinos um, and to, to improve their season record to 3-1. and one. The Birds uh, worked their way to a 25-19 first set win over Calgary. Uh, they came back strong, but UBC was eventually able to take the 25-21 win. We saw the likes of rookie Kira Van Rijk lead the team uh, for 15 kills and has done a nice job so far integrating into this already very powerful Thunderbirds team. After losing a few players from last season, it's been rather impressive to see how the women's team has bounced back. 
after the likes of Danielle Brisbois and Juliana Kaufmanis have left. Um, Kira Van Rijk has done a nice job filling in for those two. And on the men's team, Colton Liu has been a very strong addition. So things looking up for UBC volleyball. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously big performances this after, uh, this weekend. And we'll bring you the next game on Friday uh, against the... <laughs> Sorry, against the Thompson Rivers Wolfpack um, that will be uh, live on CITR on Friday evening. So look forward to that, and hopefully you'll tune in. Um, cross country, actually, um, two conference championships um, for both the men and women this year in cross country. Uh, they both finished with perfect scores because they finished with all top five runners in both the women's and men's being UBC athletes, meaning that they will both advance with perfect scores to the NAIA national championship um the those top five finishers for the women are nicola simmons jamie hennessy madeline houston allison powell and michaela tinkham for the men tyler dozy sean bergman nicholas trolley tanner geary and cole dinsdale congratulations to ubc track and field or cross country so the soccer oh my goodness what an exciting weekend and what an exciting uh, day today in in ubc men's soccer this might be the most exciting thing in U sports right now. Every UBC men's game is close. Every C every UBC men's game is exciting, and there's a story in every one. The Canada West semifinal on Friday night, we had offensive dominance from UBC. They exploded for three goals in the first 17 minutes, and when you score three goals in 17 minutes, there's rarely a way back. And there wasn't for Thompson Rivers. Manraj Bain slotted home a wayward corner kick to make it 1-0 in the second minute. Um... Victory Shambusho, Canada West Rookie of the Year, with the second goal from the top of the box after 11 minutes, and after 17, the game was all but done when Mackenzie Cole slotted home the third goal. The rest of the game was battled at in midfield, and the scoring chances of the first few minutes were replaced by rapid possession changes. Uh, the Wolfpack were able to climb back and get one goal in the 86th minute from James Fraser, but it wasn't enough, and the Thunderbirds advanced to the Canada West final. Taking a peek over now after the very exciting game of uh, soccer that we saw earlier today at field hockey, we saw we saw a great job uh, and an incredible finish for the women's team finishing with their seventh straight uh, McRae Cup. And sorry to cut you off a bit there earlier on soccer, Eric. I know we still had to we'll talk about the final. We'll get back to it. Um, but... We saw the Thunderbirds, as I said, win their seventh straight cup um, five times in a row for seniors such as Megan Hayden, Keglowich, and Jones, who really closed on an incredible chapter to their five-year careers. Uh, Hannah Everell did a great job defensively in that final game, and we saw a 2-0 victory um, really just em exemplifying the strength of this women's field hockey team that we have here at UBC. A real legacy, they're, to they're say the least. They're dominant. There's, I mean, seven straight championships. That's incredible. And those those fifth-year players who've been there throughout all of that, um, you know, just this is a real dynasty here, and I hope that it can continue without those fifth-year players. And congratulations, obviously, to women's field hockey on winning that championship. Going back to men's soccer, um, after that uh, really exciting um, blowout semifinal. We have a really close extra time final in Canada West on Saturday. UBC hosted Trinity Western in the gold medal game to determine who would advance to the national championships, and this game did not disappoint. 
Just like the quarterfinal that we discussed last week, this game did go to extra time, and the Thunderbirds were able to find a winner after regulation with Connor Gillerm second of the night, uh, as UBC uh, beat Thompson Rivers by a final score of 3-2. to two. It was real high-octane soccer. Um, the Thompson Rivers actually went 2-0 up after 59 minutes, and you know what they say, most dangerous lead, 2-0. <laughs> um, Victory Shambusho started the comeback with 20 minutes to play, um, and 10 minutes later, a beautiful cross from Kerman Panu landed on the boot of Connor Gillerm, who made no mistake and extended the Thunderbird season by 30 minutes as they tried to win it in extra time. A corner in the 97th minute was decisive as Gillerm headed it home for a second of the evening, and the Thunderbirds advanced to the national championships and won the gold medal in Canada West. And the first game of that Canada West, or national U Sports National Championships, rather, was actually this morning. Um, it was a quarterfinal matchup between UBC and University of New Brunswick. It was another thriller. It went to extra time again. This one was an amazing game. It was really a shootout. UBC notched 28 shots, 11 on goal, which is insane. And UNB goalkeeper Evan Barker was the only reason that uh, UNB were even in this to begin with. A, a nine-save performance, obviously amazing, having to face 11 shots on goal out of 28. Uh, UNB themselves only managed two shots on goal, but one of them found its way through first to open the scoring. With 13 minutes remaining, it looked like the Reds had stolen one, but a heroic goal from Ryan Arthur tied it up in the 83rd and send it, sent it to extra time. This one really looked like it would go to penalties, but with just two minutes remaining in the extra time, Ryland Sanga sent the Thunderbirds to the national semifinal. It was a really amazing game, um, just concluding an hour ago. And obviously, congratulations to UBC on advancing to the semifinal of the national championships, and good luck to them. And I think we saw great perseverance here by the Thunderbirds, obviously putting up 28 shots, and that's it's, it's exhausting when you're not getting the results you want, but great job persevering and getting the win here today. Yeah, definitely. A pair of comeback victories, and that might be what we see as a pattern developing for this UBC team. The women's soccer had a little bit of heartbreak uh, this year. Everyone was expecting that they would win the semifinal and advance to the national championship. It didn't turn out that way. Um, they were really outclassed, honestly, in the semifinal by uh, Trinity Western. Shots were 10-2 for the Spartans, and they were shut out 3-0. Two goals from Rachel Hutchinson and a third for Elizabeth Hicks sent Trinity Western to the national championships. It's really disappointing for UBC as they were hoping to have another crack at the national championship after their disappointing final loss last year against Laval. But a bit of consolation as consolation rather as UBC were able to grab the bronze medal against McEwen the next day in a comeback victory. So in basketball news, it was a bit of a tough weekend, especially for the men who were uh, blown out twice by the Calgary Dinos, which dropped them to 2-2 two and two in Canada West play. The, the two losses were a bit surprising given how the UBC Thunderbirds, uh, the men's team, had been cruising, at least offensively, heading to the weekend. They'd scored 100 or more points in four straight games heading into the matches against Calgary, but were held below 80 points in both of them. In the first one on Friday, Calgary jumped out to an early double-digit lead in the first quarter and just never looked back. Their defense completely overwhelmed and smothered the Thunderbirds and uh, forcing 27 turnovers for UBC compared to just 13 committed by Calgary. The game eventually ended 176, although there were a couple bright spots for the Thunderbirds. Grant Shepard continued his strong start to the season with 17 points, including a few nice dunks and, a, and a three, even a three-pointer. And more importantly, Connor Morgan returned. 
the reigning Canada West MVP, missed the first couple games of the regular season due to injury, but he came back. He struggled with his shot in the in this first game, even though he scored 17 points. It took him 19 shots to do so, but he came back even better in the second match, scoring a, in a very efficient 30 points in their second match. Unfortunately, no one else on the Thunderbirds was able to score more than 10, and they fell again to Calgary, 92-74. to And I think it was a bit disappointing on the side of the Thunderbirds this week here. Obviously, Morgan being back, expecting great things, but Dinos really came out to play this weekend and kind of got the best of UBC. Yeah, definitely. It would, in both games, the story was the turnovers and the free throws. The turno- In the first game, UBC committed 27 turnovers to Calgary's 13. In the second, it was 26 to 14. And, in bo- and the two games combined, Calgary shot 61 free throws, while UBC only shot 43. So it was a clear game, bang, game plan from Calgary to smother them on D, turn it over, get to the free throw line, and it worked. Uh, a bit of a concern for the UBC men's team is uh, Phil Galalpur, uh was very quiet in both games. He only scored five points in the first match and only two in the second, shooting one for nine from the field. Over on the women's side, the, it was a bit better, even though they were stu- they were also blown out in the first game on Friday and it was just uh, a very ugly offensive performance, only scoring 35 points, losing 64 to 35. Just no one was able to get anything going, especially uh, with their outside shooting. So Calgary was able to pack the paint and just completely take away all of UBC's inside scoring, which really has been a strength for the team early on. This was uh, shown in the last 16 minutes of the game when UBC only scored three points total. Yeah, and again, that second quarter, um, like we mentioned last week, it was the turning point that for the UBC team winning both of their games last week. This one, the second quarter, was brutal. They actually finished up winning the first quarter 12-11, to but were out- outscored 24-10 to in the second, and that was sort of the catalyst for the loss there. And obviously... Shutting down Madison Penn, that's that's got to be key. Four points for Penn, um, definitely out of character for her. So um, good job on Calgary, able to shut her down. But, but on the right side. Thankfully, Madison Penn came back with a vengeance in the second game, scoring 35 points. Wow. Filowich added 17, and UBC was able to pull out a victory, 62-59 to 59 against Calgary. Uh, they, were able, they were able to shoot better from outside, which opened up the the paint for both Penn and Filowich and like in the men's free throws were a big part of it but this time it favored UBC they shot 27 free throws while Calgary only shot 12 and in a three-point game that's really the difference and more right there overall is a good weekend for the women's team as they improved to three and one which is quite a good start to the season yeah nice start to see from the women so far on the likes of football uh, playoff time last Saturday um, though the fourth the Thunderbirds triumphed on a close 28-21 to semifinal game against the Regina Rams. Thunderbirds beat the Rams for the second consecutive game after routing them in the previous week 44-15. to The Rams spoiled UBC's home opener, but they got their revenge by now advancing to the Hardy Cup for the third consecutive year. The Birds started strong with the 26-7 advantage in the first half of last, of last week's uh, game, and... A bit concerning, the Rams did come back a bit, but UBC able to kind of uh, claw it out and get the victory nonetheless. The upcoming game on uh, Saturday, November 11th, this upcoming Saturday, the Birds will take on the Calgary Dinos at McMahon Stadium. Um, Dinos obviously having a very strong season so far and really interesting. This is actually the third straight season 
of the matchup between the birds and the dinos. So a definite rivalry forming there. We can anticipate big games, our likes of Michael O'Connor, who last week threw three touchdown passes for the birds, and also Ben Hladik, who the rookie linebacker actually got nine and a half tackles last week against Regina and also won the Canada West Defensive Player of the Week. Um, on the likes of the uh, Dinos, we can expect to see a really big game out of Adam Singara, and it'll be key for the Thunderbirds defense to be able to shut him down. He threw for an incredible 457 yards last week. Um, and as well, out of the on the side of the uh, Dinos, we can expect big game out of Jacob Jakubek, who had 10 tackles last game. Yeah, so definitely um, that's going to be the big ticket for um, this this upcoming weekend. Um, huge Hardy Cup final game. This will be broadcast on Canada West TV. Definitely check it out if you're a Thunderbirds football fan. Um, honestly, it's going to be I, – I can't call this one. Um, these are the two powerhouses in this conference. They're both really, really strong teams this year. Obviously, the third straight year that the Hardy Cup final has been between these two. Calgary won last year. UBC, obviously, the year before when they went on to win the national championship. Um, I can't really say how this one's going to go, but I know it's going to be a good game for sure. The only thing that concerns me is that the Thunderbirds, with such a big lead originally against the Rams, kind of dropped off. They started out 26-7 to lead, and then it ended up being a 28-21 to game, whereas we saw the Dinos were able to keep that uh, really decisive lead. So if we're looking at momentum, I might have to give it to the Dinos, but we'll see if UBC is able to challenge kind of some of the momentum that the Dinos have really carried throughout this entire season. Well, I mean, they took their foot off the gas, and I don't think the Thunderbirds are going to do that against a t like opposition of the caliber of the Dinos, honestly. Um, you maybe get a little bit callous and um, sort of uh, content with what you're doing if you're up by such a big margin, but I honestly don't think that the game will start that way, so I, I don't know if that'll play into it. I'd like to also uh, bring light that the UBC Thunderbirds safety Stavros Casantonis, otherwise known as the uh, Bakersfield Bandit, was named the Outstanding Defensive Player in the Canada West for this year, um, and he's now the nominee for the U Sports President's Trophy. So great job on UBC, as we've really seen from their defense all year long, doing really strong job limiting opponents in overall yardage and keeping average point scoring to 21.5 a game. Yeah, definitely. He's been a huge player for them, and I'd hope he plays a big part in the final this upcoming weekend. So looking at what's upcoming this week, um, we're going to have uh, tonight, actually, women's and men's volleyball against Thompson Rivers. That's right here at UBC Memorial Gym, just outside our broadcast location. Those matchups will get underway tomorrow night, as well as tonight at 6 p.m. for the women's team and 7.30 for the men's team. We will have the games on Friday night live for you right here on CITR 101.9 FM. Also getting underway on Friday, our men's and women's ice hockey at Saskatchewan starting at 5 and 7 p.m. respectively. They'll play there again on Saturday, the women's team starting at 2 and the men's at 5. Women's and men's basketball at UNBC will start at 6 and 8 respectively on Friday and 5 and 7 respectively on Saturday. The U Sports National Soccer Championships continue thanks to that huge uh, game-winning goal earlier this morning. Um, those dates and times are TBA, but as soon as they are available, they will be online at www.gothunderbirds.ca and, of course, usports.ca as well. The big ticket for this weekend is that Hardy Cup final, as I said, live on TELUS TV and Canada West TV. It'll be your UBC Thunderbirds 
against the Calgary Dinos for the third year in a row for that Canada West Championship and the right to represent the Canada West Conference in the Mitchell Bowl. The winner of that one, of course, will advance to the Vanier Cup, that national championship. Huge game. Would love to see the Thunderbirds there and reclaim the title after losing it last year. And it'll be great. Really excited to see uh, what the football match will bring this weekend. Like we said, two Titans clashing here, top of the conference, and a real rivalry brewing between these two now. So it'll be the uh, heavyweight matchup, and we'll have to see how it plays out. Thank you all so much for tuning in to CITR 101.9 this week. The upcoming show will be Intersections, hosted by the Gender Empowerment Collective here at CITR. For Thunderbird Eye, this has been Jacob, Eric, and Jake. Tune in Thursdays from 334, and have a great rest of your day. Life prize. All I must do is create a diversion. What could distract people who love sports? Sports. 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 Do you find sports distracting? 